back to the Table of Content Podcast. You're joined tonight by your hosts... Tom. And Ron. Hey, Ben Ron. Uh, so far, so good. You know, long week at work, but uh, glad it's almost the weekend. So let's start off with... Uh, I don't know, what have you been watching lately? The Boys. The Boys? Yeah. It's, uh, it's wonderful. Good change-up. I am in love with The Boys. Mm-hmm. It's making it, usually I side with bad guys, it's making it very easy, I guess, to side with the bad guys. Yeah, well. Or not side with the bad guys. Side with the anti-heroes. Yeah. Anti-heroes, yeah. You haven't gotten to the part where you figure out why they are the way they are yet? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, I don't know, I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to ruin anything. I'm on episode 7. I think you said you're on four or five. You finished uh, four. Just finished four, so we're on five. I love it. I think they're going to make a season two. I sure hope so. Do you like Carl Urban? Yeah, actually, you know, I kind of do. I always think of him as Bones from Star Trek. Yeah. And I really didn't like him in <laughs> the Star Trek movies. Uh-huh. And I know, like, if I, the more I watch him, I feel like the more I'm going to like him. But, yeah, that, that initial input has been rough. I want to look up to see what else he's been in. I think it was in Lord of the Rings. You're blowing my mind right now. Yeah. Yomer. Yomer. Uh-huh. Yomer. He was in Doom, the movie uh, with The Rock. Um, he was in an old school movie, too, that blew my mind. He was in Thor Ragnarok. He was the guy yeah. with the head tattoos. Yeah. The Loft. Did you see The Loft? I did. That was a weird movie. Sure was. Riddick? Yes. He was Judge Dredd in just the ah. Dredd movie. Uh, Ghost Ship. Ghost Ship. Is that the one where they get cut in half? Yes. His uh, IMDb is making me <laughs> like him. He was in 12 episodes of Xena? Yeah, Julius Caesar. Wow. And Hercules. 72, so he's what, like 50? Yeah. Hmm. Looks good for 50. Wish I looked that good. Yeah, he's a thick shit. Uh... <laughs> I'm loving, like, all the, I guess, obviously the violence. The violence has been great. It's, uh, I thought it was going to be too much for my wife to enjoy and handle, Mm -hmm. but she's made it through this far. You know Huey is uh, Dennis Quaid's son? You know, I saw the last name and I was like, hmm, I wonder if he's related. Yeah, they had this show uh, on HBO called Vinyl where it was like, uh, it was like Boardwalk Empire, but in the 70s and about music instead of alcohol uh-huh. uh in the 20s no 1800s yeah. I, when was prohibition i don't know late 1800s i would say late 1800s yeah after the civil war yeah <laughs> <laughs> before actually no when was al capone last wasn't he a big yeah player? but like i'm thinking about my aunt dot and she was born in 1917 and i feel like she didn't live through prohibition I know they didn't hit the 1900 century mark in Boardwalk Empire. 1920 and 1933. Wow. I don't know. But anyways, boys, wonderful. Loving it. It's weird because it doesn't have, I think, obviously, like, Carl Urban's the big name. Yeah. But there isn't, like, a ton of, like, big name people in the boys. So that's cool. I like that. Mm -hmm. I I didn't know that it was produced by Seth... Rogan and uh, what was the other guy's name? Seth Rogan and Evan Goldberg. So 
you know, like what they did with Preacher, they're, I think that we're seeing with the boys what they could have done with Preacher if it was on a subscription service instead of the cable network. Yeah. But I don't know if the boys would exist if Preacher didn't wasn't a success. Uh, what else? Have you watched any other movies? Um, did no, you finish I, Stranger Things? I didn't finish Stranger Things yet. I did finish Stranger Things. I think that the third season is my favorite. I'm still two episodes episodes out of finishing it. Mm-hmm. But I uh, saw online that there was like some homages to the hospital emblem being the same as the hospital emblem in the Halloween movies, the original Halloween movies. And I was thinking about it, and it seems like this season has focused a, like a ton more on like 80s horror yeah. movies. And I'm yes. loving it. Like even the monster being like new age thing, the thing. Yeah. The mind flare. Mind flare. Yeah. That's the only part I don't like. I like <laughs> Billy. He's pretty oh cool. Oh my God. He was probably my favorite part yeah. of the entire uh, season three. I keep like stumbling around things on the internet saying that there's like a heartbreaker at the end. And I don't, I think I know what happens, but I haven't seen it yet. So I'm, like hesitant to watch it i don't know if like his character coming full circle is the right term but you see a lot of growth in, in oh season yeah three for him. yeah i guess kind of like they definitely um uh foreshadowed that whenever 11 like went back mm-hmm. in time to see why he was the way that he was yeah so i i definitely like i think that like, coming from where like season one was just 100 percent like an homage to 80s mm-hmm. nerd culture yeah. And now it's actually like good TV also. Yeah. So when I watched that, I was on vacation. I watched the new Hellboy movie with David Harbour. Any good? It was super gory and like fun and esoteric. Ooh. They make mention of all sorts of like, you know, the hippy dippy bullshit that we like, like fairies and uh, what's it called? What's it called when fairies leave a baby or take a baby and they leave oh. an old fairy? Oh, shit. Changeling, yeah, changelings. They talk about changelings. They talk about there's some giants in there. Pretty much like I guess it was straight to DVD or straight to on demand. Uh-huh. Shouldn't say straight to DVD anymore. Um, same <laughs> day, same day as theater. Yeah, straight to beta. And it took me a couple times, a couple sessions to watch it because there's little kids running around and it was like super R rated, uh-huh. like earned the R. Mila's in it. Djokovic, mm, nice, big fan. Yeah, she's great. There's some good pick people in it, good trolls. It's just, like, I liked Ron Perlman as Hellboy, but, like, mm-hmm. David Harbour was pretty good, too. He hit, like, the childishness of Hellboy well, so I think, like, it's worth watching. Good. And then I watched Shazam, which I think mm-hmm. is received appropriate praise. Yeah. It was cool. There were some cool monsters in there, too. Um, Sweet. No, you didn't see that? Nope, didn't see it yet. I don't know about Zach Levy. I think, you know what? No, I do know. He was played a good child acting or adult acting like a child it was a fun movie and i saw alita battle angel and that was very fun and i watched that with my five-year-old nephew i probably (laughs) shouldn't have watched it with him but it was a good time and the the ending ruins the entire movie but just stop watching it like with 10 minutes left and it'll be a cliffhanger but it's better than the ending (laughs) did you watch another life on netflix no so it has uh, Katie Sackhoff. Who's that? Justin Chatwin from Shameless Fame. 
I'm you're 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 striking out for me here. What's the, what's the movie called? Uh, Another Life. Another Life. Oh, this is the weird uh, sci-fi, sci-fi one. Yeah. Yeah. So, Katie Sackhoff plays this astronaut that's out there in search for alien life. Katie Sackhoff also in Riddick with Carl Urban. Huh. Huh. How about that? Six degrees of separation. Yeah, there we go. So they go out and try and find this alien life, and boy, do they find it. And Were you the... telling me about this already? Yeah. This is a weird, This is, it gets real weird, right? Yeah, it gets super weird. Like, uh, your whole nervous system just flops out of the back of your neck and uh, crawls across the floor weird. I think when you were telling me about this, you said everything immediately goes wrong and never gets better. Yeah. Yep, that, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Selma Blair's in there, too. I love Selma yeah. Blair. It's a pretty good cast. But didn't get good reviews. No. 4.7 out of 10, but hey, if you're uh, you're bored and you want something to watch, check it out. I'm always a little hit or miss with space stuff, it seems like. The last one I watched that I really liked was Cloverfield Paradigms. What was it called? Paradox. Paradox. Uh-huh. And that, I don't know, like, I get the trapped in a spaceship, the horror of that, that, like, Alien capitalized on. Mm-hmm. But there just hasn't really ever been anything that I don't think really got me the same way as, like, the Alien trilogies. Well, the Alien series, not trilogies. It was another Netflix movie. I can't remember what it was, but uh, maybe it was Motherhood or something. Yeah. Oh, also sci-fi? Yeah. With the robot, robot. Races, the girl. Yeah, yeah. That one wasn't... Too bad. I'm very specific about the horror I like. And if you're going to do like that, you know, like you're trapped in a place with something, mm-hmm. I I don't know. It really has to hit me just right. Yeah. And Alien just does that. The Alien series is just so good that it's like... I think the last time I was really creeped off watching a <laughs> movie was um, Hereditary. We need to just get creeped off shirts made. <laughs> Uh, Hereditary, yeah, Hereditary was creepy, it was a little bit creepy. It, uh, I, like, started watching that again and, like, fast-forwarded, because it definitely, like, was a little slow in the middle part. Uh, but, like, I think that also was part of me knowing what was coming. Yeah. So, I was like, I just want to get to, like, this Burning Man part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm ready for some scary stuff to come out. We're, we're getting into, we're in August, so hopefully coming up here, you know, soon. as we get closer to... October, we get to some ooks and some spooks. Yeah. Speaking of ooks and spooks, our topic for today, Ron, let me ask you. Uh-huh. In your job, you work with tools, right? You have important tools that you work with every day that help you to accomplish your job, right? True story. Doctors need medicine. Yeah. Construction workers need jackhammers and uh, some mat. Yeah. I guess. Sure. It's a hammer. Uh, mathematicians need math, right? Yeah. Hookers need hooks. Need to tell you. Ah. List goes on and on. Uh huh. I like it. One occupation that I researched and relies heavily on its tools is professional ghost hunters. Ooh. I started looking into ghost hunting tools, and guess what? It's expensive. It is. <laughs> but. Nobody has a good answer for any of the tools and what they do and why. Uh, 
So are they like homemade creations that people just cook up in their single some, Tesla basements? Some are, yes. Are there any like well-known commercial brands of ghost hunting tools that we should be looking? There for? are. There are like crazy websites that have like ghost hunting like uh, outlets almost. Huh. But like I reverted to a five-year-old of, but why? Uh -huh. And I feel bad because I like messaged multiple ghost investigators <laughs> and asked them why these tools do what they say they do. Mm -hmm. And they gave me very detailed and thought out responses. And I responded multiple times with, yeah, I get that, but why? Uh-huh. Anything solid? Yeah. Like, we'll he gives you the best DVP. Oh, right? we'll go through it. We'll go through it. Um, so like I said, I dug into, into some of the tools to start off. Go idea level set views on paranormal. Personally, I don't know what goes on, what causes it. You know, different experiences. Everybody's individual. I'm not trying to tell anybody else how to live their life. Personally, I haven't experienced anything that's like a clear and obvious sign that something exists. But I don't go looking for it either. I've got a couple good ones. I know you've told me some good ones. I think like I've told you the ones I have. But like most of the ones I have are like secondhand stories. Like, that one with my sister and, like, the creepy child. Uh-huh. And the one with my grandma getting locked out of her house. Uh-huh. The worst I've had, like, I had sleep paralysis once, and my dog jumped on my chest because I made a weird breathing noise. And he woke me up, and that was it. I didn't even see anything cool. There's no aliens in my room. There was no old shadow men. There was no old hag sitting on my chest. My mom told me that there that she's woken up pushed into a couch at my grandma's house where my grandma had all that weird stuff. Whoa. But anyway, so like nothing that's turned my opinion one way or another. With that said, I'm not going to discredit anybody that says that they are into ghost hunting or investigating. It's just, you know, personal preference for me. I, I can do my thing. You guys can do your thing without any judgment from me, you know? Uh -huh. I will say, if I was looking to make a quick buck lying and lying and lying this would be the f the field i would go into <laughs> yeah if i just wanted to lie all day long this would be where i would go i think you got a good chance of being able to manipulate or stage 90 percent of what you're recording yeah and that the staging and like not following maybe the scientific method mm -hmm. thoroughly to the point of eliminating any sort of extenuating factors that, that could be affecting things. So uh, you said you already, you've had some experiences. Mm -hmm. So I guess you're, would you say that you're a believer, skeptical, or just sort of realist of, I don't know. That's where I'm at. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm a firm believer because there is, like, there's always going to be that uncertainty that, well, maybe I did see what I saw, or maybe my mind was playing tricks on me. Maybe you did seesaw? Yeah. Maybe I did see what I saw. Oh, uh, okay. Because I like the seesaw. Me too. So, anyways, long-winded, summing up, I haven't experienced anything that leads me to say, yes, true believer. I'm a true believer, but I'm perfectly fine with saying I don't know. I yep. think you're probably the same. Yep. Yeah, I think you might be a little bit more towards the believer side because of your scary story of seeing the was it a shadow person or shadow something man. in the in the window when you were in the woods is that what this, if i'm woods. remembering the story correctly looking into ghost investigations to me you have to approach it as a scientific experiment right mm -hmm. so you gotta name your hypothesis 
isolate the variables and collect your data and then come to the conclusion and retest, right? Yeah. To do all this, I'm going to call them GIs. Okay. But I don't mean government issued ghost <laughs> I just mean ghost investigators. Government issued. Government ghost issued investigators. Investigator. <laughs> GGs, Jai Jai's. GGs. Jai Jai's. I like Jai Jai's. <laughs> government issued ghost investigators. Um, and just to start off, Pittsburgh Paranormal Investigators, that's where I, I, ta I ruined these people's lives for weeks because I just kept bothering them, and they were great. And they put some somewhat creepy videos up, right? Yeah, I checked uh, out a couple of them. I think they have three videos up. One's an introduction, and two are an investigation stuff. I like it because it's homegrown, it's local, and it's, it is just people who have a passion for it out there doing it. And they were very responsive and very helpful in answering my questions. So thank you guys. They only have 39 subscribers. So yeah, if you're follow looking to jump we have on that hype train. Literally not even twice that. If you're listening, go follow them. It's, what's our YouTube? Did. They're Pittsburgh Paranormal. That's they're on YouTube, right? Yep. I think they have YouTube. an Instagram, but their YouTubes, they're putting videos up. That's where to go. And it's weird because I was telling a lady I work with about it, and she was saying that that Blue Road uh, investigation they did, her husband uh, has keys that unlock the gate to Whoa. the road because for what uh, he does for a living, he has to be at a service that road. Uh -huh. And like they just they went up there at night and just drove back there and locked the gate behind them so nobody could come and screw with them. And she, said, I mean, she didn't really experience anything, but she said, you know, just being there was creepy. I think a lot of times, like that's a big thing is creating the environment yourself. Yeah. But a big thing that this uh, investigation group told me was the K two meters. They measure the uh, ectoplasm in the atmosphere. Yeah, it's actually ectoplasm coming out of your asshole. Huh. The gooey, gooey green stuff that's just leaking out of your orifices at all times. No, K2 meters, um, these are electromagnetic field readers. Okay. So, I, this was the one that got me with the butt wise. Uh-huh. Okay? K2 meters, they measure changes in the electromagnetic field, okay? Uh-huh. So, from what I could understand... AC alternating current changes are caused by man-made creation. So like wire, anything like wired surfaces or machinery or anything like that that uses electricity will kick off this K2 meter. Okay. The direct current changes are caused naturally. So that's where you would see, I guess uh, that's more tied to like animals or these spirits. So the direct current, I think, is what you want. Okay. I don't really know. <laughs> so in the non-supernatural world, these are used to, like, diagnose wiring problems or test EMF shielding. Throw it back to the boys. First yeah. episode, there's some EMF shielding action going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now these GIs, uh, GIs, ghost uh -huh. investigators, use the EMF uh, meters because, like, the theory is the ghosts or spirits or whatever you want to call them can alter these magnetic fields. Do you know why? Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I wasn't. I couldn't <laughs> figure that out. But they can alter magnetic fields, I guess. Okay. Again, I you know I was looking for reasons. wasn't able to lock anything down. I did find one quote from uh, Keith Veronis uh, stating research shows that 
Higher electromagnetic field strength often correlates with personal experiences of hauntings, but there is a measurement of the observation and not a ghostly subject. In a 2012 article on Gizmodo, so to me it's basically saying like a correlation, you know, it's the statistical belief that a correlation isn't causation, it's just, you know, strain, these things both happen, why, we don't know why. So again, you know, these K2 meters show up in every ghost thing. Like this is every ghost investigation, every TV show, every podcast, people are looking at these electromagnetic fields. So not understanding why I think isn't the whole story. So like just because yeah. we don't understand why doesn't mean that it's not a valuable tool. Right. So I'm, uh, I'm cool with K2 meters. I'm there. Next tool, pendulums. You know anything about pendulums? Ooh. Um, they can also be affected by magnetic waves. They could. So I always think about... It was an old medium trick because you'd hold a yeah. coin or a ring tied to a string have someone hold it and just say, ooh, is the spirit with us? And then if it swings, you know, front to back, you're good. Or if it starts to spin in a circle, ooh, that meant something different. Yeah, so I always think of the the old lady from Poltergeist. Mm -hmm. She she was, like, always – she had one with her the entire time. They never reference it in the movie, but she has one the entire time. Yeah. I just recently realized that Poltergeist is my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> I watched it again, like, maybe two weeks ago, and I was just, like, amazed at how good that movie was. And Craig T. Nelson. Double thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the listener. <laughs> so, pendulums, they're used as a tool for uh, the spirits to communicate. It Basically, it's just a weighted item on a chain, like you said. Chain or string. When I was working at the movie theater, we used to... We had a bolt on a string, uh-huh. and we would write yes at the top and bottom of a piece of paper or uh -huh. no to the left and right uh -huh. and we would ask questions and just see which way it would go yeah and it was very easy to fake this by just thinking yes 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 mm -hmm. yes and it would slowly start to move back and forth yeah. um, this is called a micromuscular response so this is basically you having the thought that you want it to move will generate enough force in your muscles through physics to move it in that direction. So it's a good way to scare people and freak people out. Yeah. It was one of the first magic tricks I learned when I was a young boy. Yeah. True story. So, again, that doesn't necessarily say, like, no, ghosts or spirits aren't talking. Oh, yeah. It's just saying there's a way to fake it. Uh-huh. I don't want to sound lame, but I did go on Etsy and buy a crystal pendulum <laughs> for $20. Cause it yeah, it's in my bedroom. And I was like, I'm going to play with this later. I never played with it yet. But uh, there's lots of crystal pendulums. I think crystals may be a future episode that I, I look into because I need to understand the power of crystals. And Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah, we'll get goopy. Okay. We'll get all sorts of goopy with it. <laughs> Tied to pendulums are these things that, like, ghost outlets, ghost investigating outlets, sell mm. called these yes-no boxes. Okay. And it's, like, legit... A response that says yes, 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 or no, 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 and it's the same thing. You ask you questions, and huh. I find those things a little bit more suspect. But there's money to be made off of an right. electronic device that you won't know the components to. Uh -huh. But uh, pendulums, I'm a little if I'm a little bit more iffy on. So K2 meters, I'm like, good on you. Yeah, go for it. Pendulums, I'm sort of iffy on. What well, do you think? If you get a standalone one where it's tied to something. And you're not holding it? Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. 
I could see that. I'd believe it a lot more if that happened. But uh, I'm not discounting it otherwise. It's just hard to say no. Definitely, like as easily you could say that proves nothing. Mm-hmm. You can just as easily say like nothing is disproved here either. Though. Yeah. You know. Next tool. This is a very. This is this is the staple. Probably more so than the uh, K two meters is voice recorders. Right. Oh man. I this is catch them EVPs. EVPs. This is well. This is was the generation. I wanted to just do a full episode on weird EVPs, but mm-hmm. turns out YouTube is filled with a lot of garbage EVPs. Ah. So it's really hard to find like fun ones. EVP and asthma videos. Yeah. Combined. Yeah. It's very difficult. It was. I wanted to pull up videos and test you guys' ability to understand what EVPs are saying. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I found a couple ones. I, I have them linked here, but I don't know if we'll watch them or not. EV recorders, electronic voice recorders, probably the most used piece of equipment um, used by the GGs. Is that what I was calling GGs? GGs. Jijas. I was calling Jijas. Yeah, yeah. Government issued ghost investigators. Between like actual voice recorders and cameras, thousands. There's thousands of these videos and audio clips on the internet. This one, it's tough. It's one of the oldest ghost technologies. Thomas Edison invented a ghost phone back back in, I don't know when Thomas Edison was alive. What were we talking about earlier? Prohibition. Prohibition. <laughs> like, that has to be when Thomas Edison was alive, right? 1900s? Early 1900s? I'd say. He was killing elephants and stuff, right? Yeah. I always get that odd topsy for odd topsy. <laughs> that song from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Thomas Edison, he was trying to invent a ghost phone, voice recorders, cell phones. Um, now they have spirit boxes. And I found a thing on YouTube called a Soul Speaker. And man, we'll listen to some Soul Speaker. Ooh, man. And there are even apps for your phone where you can you can try to uh, catch some EVPs or communicate. Huh. All it's going to do is catch me snoring at night. Yeah. I think that out of like all these current... Uh, electronic voice recorders, the ghost box is the one that I like the best. Okay. So ghost box is basically a radio that's scanning through stations without stopping. And the theory is that the spirits will attempt to communicate by picking frequencies to blurt out a word or phrase in response to questions. So it's like Bumblebee's voice box. It is exactly like Bumblebee's voice box. Uh, (laughs) I would say it's exactly like that, except way more annoying. I like how weird it is. I don't know how you can prove anything with it. The chopping, like the chopping and uh, chopped and screwed version of these FM scanner. <laughs> Mike Jones chopped and screwed. No, not Mike Jones. Chameleonaire. Yeah, Chameleonaire. Uh, it can hurt your brain if you listen to it for too long. Mm-hmm. It, to me, this is something I want to believe in, but it's, uh, man, it's it's a tough one. I did download an app, though, if you want to play with it right now on a recording. Sure. Okay, so we are using we are using the uh, SBX12 Spirit Box Lite Edition. I did not pay for the premium app. <laughs> okay, so Ron, you gotta make some decisions right now. Okay. What MS speed would you like? What are my options? Fifty to three fifty. Uh, one fifty. What do you know? What MS is? Milliseconds. Okay. What volume do you want from 1 to 20? We'll go 20. We'll keep it 20. Okay. What's the display color you would like? Ooh, 
Do they have a blue? They do. Background color, we'll leave it dark. So, we'll turn it on. And you have to ask a question now. Let's start with the classic, is there anyone here that would like to communicate? I like it. Now let's listen for a response. I heard a yes. I heard a yes. Okay, so what should our follow-up question be? Would you like a beer? I heard beer. He said beer. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a yes? You do want a beer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? Alright, so maybe SBX 12 Lite isn't the way to go. Maybe we need to get the premium app. Maybe. Is it, do you think it's more of a, like, I think like a lot of voice recording stuff is a willingness, right? A willingness to, yeah, it's to just, interpret it the way you need it to be. Just like looking at a, you know, wood grain and picking out like, ooh, that looks like a face. So you kind of get that same recognition that, do you think, patterns okay, yeah, like, you know how your eyes, like, create faces, right? Yeah, yeah. They want it. Do you think it's the same thing with hearing as, like, your ears try to assume I'd say. words? You're always looking for a pattern. Yeah. that's. I think that's one of those weird things of, like, we're not looking at how the human brain in, interprets the input, you know? Mm -hmm. It's definitely a, a much larger discussion than just yeah. whether ghosts are talking to us or not. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that we'll be playing with that when we're drunk one night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like New Age. Uh, Ouija board. Ouija board, yeah. The Yes, Yes board, if you if you <laughs> speak French and German. One other thing I, I slightly mentioned was the uh, Soul Speaker. I'm assuming it's trademarked and registered and all sorts of... I don't know. I don't know what the burden of proof is for patenting something. I know that the Ouija board did get patented by demonstration, huh. but uh, this guy's name uh, on YouTube is Huff Paranormal. He has hundreds of thousands of views. He is the creator of this spirit uh, or the soul speaker. It's like a super well-established communication device. It's like a phone almost to the ghost. Or spirits, spirits, I should say spirits. He's, like I said, he's extremely well established. He has a huge following. He has like an open line sessions where you can Ooh, you can book with him and talk to different spirits you want to, I guess. Uh, to me, obviously, I, I always assume it's too good to be true. It's super interesting to regard this. Production value of all this stuff is pretty high. I don't want to endorse or dismiss anything that this guy does. Yeah. Or really anything that anyone does. Yeah. I am sitting on that fence. Um, <laughs> but we'll go to just his homepage on Huff Paranormal on YouTube. Let's look at his videos. So we can talk to XXXTentacion. Or we can watch his video. We can't talk to him. Lorraine Warren uh, from the Warrens. Yeah. I didn't even know she was dead. Nipsey Hussle. You want to hear what Nipsey Hussle has to say? 
Uh, how about Freddie Mercury? Yeah, sure. You want to do Freddie Mercury? Yeah. Let's see what old Fred's been up to. I bet it involves sucking. It's only a 15 minute video, so we'll skip. We'll skip right to the middle, huh? Because, like I said, production values there. So okay, so here, this is Huff Paranormal attempting to talk to Freddie Mercury on the spirit box. He has someone with him looking for Freddie Mercury. Love Can you speak tonight? Today is the anniversary of your death. You passed, what, 27 years ago now, today? Are you in heaven? Are you in a good place? Are you in a good place? Are you still able to create music where you are now? Or hear your own music? Can you hear me, Freddie? He had an animal? <laughs> Freddie Mercury what? of Queen, can you hear me? That's pretty clear. You can speak through this device. I see you right now. You look a little confused. You don't know who I am. And you're wondering what this is all about. You saw me, I saw you too. Thank you. I don't know. To me, uh, Soul Speaker seems like it's the most it's the most potentially nefarious. Yeah. Just because there's a bit of a there is a capitalistic turn on it, I guess, right? Yeah. Where it's his own personal invention. And, right. And it kind of seems too good to be true yeah. to me. So my last tool for ghosts investigation is uh captcha not captcha <laughs> i don't know why it's going to captcha yahoo answers Ooh. you gotta certify that you're not a ghost how do i do that though? i can't <laughs> okay so the question that i found on yahoo answers um is it normal that i can talk to ghosts i've been seeing and hearing things is it a gift or is just my head okay there's no period there's no punctuation here so That's let me start right. over again <laughs> okay is it normal i can talk to ghosts i've been seeing and hearing things is it a gift or it's just my head one time in the news there was a seven-year-old girl missing her stepfather took her and killed her mother after two weeks i had the feeling of being abused and it's been two months the seven-year-old girl was missing and that was the time in my head someone says my name and said that they need my help then later on i had images of a white car crash in a lake and i told my sister she said let's go and try to find the lake i said no that girl and stepfather body are already made the bones then my sister told my mom then my mom told my dad and later on my dad told me and they found the bodies and i was surprised is this normal oh man that was a handful 
Um, so, man, uh, there's no good answers. I just wanted to read that. Uh, oh, wait, there is a good answer. IDK, nine years huh. ago. <laughs> oh, man. That was a hell of a run <laughs> It's fun to read sentences with no punctuation. <laughs> to summate. Is that a word? Summate? These few ghost hunting tools, ghost investigation tools, I'm a big proponent. I'm pro EVP. I'm mixed bag on pendulums, unless, like you said, it was affixed to something stationary. Yeah. I'm pro K2 meters, I think. Yeah. And spirit boxes, that's just a fun time for me. You know, I like it. It's uh, it's different. It's quirky. The guy got a good thing going for him. Might as well let him have it. So... I think what we need to do, um, we did like three or four. Maybe we'll have a Ghost Hunting Tools Part 2 where we look at some additional stuff. Yeah. Um, send your feedback on what we got wrong. Well, I don't send your feedback on what we got right. I feel like that's yeah. a shorter list. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to find like our Egon. Mm -hmm. And it's tough because Harold Ramis is dead. Or maybe that's good though. Maybe. Get him we on the spirit box. Pub, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the soul speaker. We need yeah. to get some Harold Ramis on the soul speaker. Any recommendations? Anything you want to recommend? Yeah. All right. So music recommendation this week is going to be Feel For You by the band Boy Named Banjo. Uh, if you're looking for a nice, good folk tune to, to plug your ears with, give this one a listen. Um, not quite a, a train beat to it, but it'll get your uh, your knee stomping. Yeah, it like it was sort of uh, lumineers or lumners as uh, yeah. our friend called them one time. <laughs> uh, Lumineery, but a little more banjo. Um, it did have the good foot stomp to it. Yeah, uh, it's really all over the place. Yeah, like all genre wise, right? Yeah, I liked it. It was cool. It was a good song. I like you said. Sad, sad boy, yeah. sad boy, country, alt country, alt country, alt country alt folk. folk country, folk, whatever it alt is, folk, I like it. Folk, yeah, alt folk, <laughs> pop, country, um, bluegrass, bluegrassish, uh huh, bluegrassish, bluegrassish. Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I definitely want to check it out. You said that there's a Mr. Brightside cover, which is yes. probably the greatest song ever written in our generation. So yeah. And these guys only got uh, 588 YouTube subscribers, so jump on that train early, too. There you go. And uh, Boy Named Banjo fans, come over to TOC Podcast. So my, uh, I'm going to do a music recommendation also. It's going to be Malandrino by Gogol Bordello. I just recently started getting into them. Uh, they're a very good ethnic punk band. <laughs> I really like the song. It's about uh, being born with a singing heart, uh, mm -hmm. and I feel like both of us are like that. We're, yeah. we're little music boys. Uh -huh. We're little baby music boys. You get your cool Eastern European, Greekish sound to it. Grecian? Yeah. Is that what the right word is? Not Greekish? No. <laughs> Greek? Greek. <laughs> uh, it's not Greek. Then you get a little bit, almost like a reggae vibe to it yeah. in the middle there, and then it hits you with the punk also. Mm -hmm. So it's it's all over the place. I was reading a little bit about the band. 
They have another song called Wonderless King that's just about traveling and how like he's a man of the world and you're not a true human, true man if you don't travel huh. all over the place. And the band like sort of encompasses that word. Like they're all from all over the place, uh, every continent. It seems like, yeah, Go Go Rodello, very fun. Check them out. Check out uh, Malandrino. So I'm gonna... saying it right. Yeah, Malandrino. All right. Anything else, Ron? Uh, that's all for me this that's week. That's it. I think that's it for me too. Uh, like our Instagram, subscribe to our show, give us a five star review, please. Uh, table content pod on Instagram. We have a Facebook. We have a YouTube. We have a we got the Twitter. Twitter. Uh, but Instagram's where we're at. That's the one we're using. Uh, we have a Google, a Gmail. You yeah. guys try to figure out table of content pod at gmail.com. Are you confident in that? Pretty certain. Okay, cool. Because I I'm not. Uh, I am because it's linked to my other. It's linked on mine. I just never look at it. <laughs> um, so yeah, check it. Let us know. Let us know what you want to hear. Please don't look. We're dumb. Sorry for whatever I said. Stupid today. <laughs> we're not Canadian. We're just dumb. I I oof, man. I the amount of times I apologize. You should just give me that Canadian passport. <laughs> all right. Thank you all. Love you. Bye. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.